Hi, I'm Brona. And I'm Chloe, and we are longtime besties here to give you our unfiltered opinion on all things womanly. From body health and image to relationships and sex, we want to talk about it all, even when society tells us not to. Should we start off our drinks? Yeah. Courtesy so, of Chloe. Bar- bartender over here. Do you want to tell everyone what you've made us? So I've made a frozen strawberry daiquiri. I mean, yeah. it's a bit slushy now, so it's not so frozen anymore. Um, we've got Audi's finest rum. <laughs> wow. Was it actually called? No, I don't know what it was called. Oh, I should have I should have brought it up with me. I can't remember what it was called. But yes, yeah, so we've got Audi rum, mm-hmm. white rum. And there's a whole bag of frozen strawberries. Get our five a day. Some ice, half a lime juiced, and then a little lime wedge on the top. Is that all that's in the strawberry daiquiri? Yeah. Although I did have to put a bit of water in them to blend them. I think they're going to be strong because I just know. I didn't put too much rum in it. Okay. So it might just taste like strawberry and water. (laughs) It might just be like a strawberry slushie. Okay, cheers. Cheers. Happy Tuesday. Oh, it's quite nice. If it's not strong enough, we should have put more rum in it. Yeah, I can't taste the rum. It tastes just like a slush puppy. Mm. Making it. I forgot. I haven't made these since lockdown. I used to make them every yeah. day in lockdown. But I forgot that you're meant to sieve it out so that you don't get like the strawberry seeds in it. And uh, I was like, I'm not asking you if you've got a sieve. <laughs> I'm going to sit there and start straining it in your house. That's yeah, but they were frozen as well. They wouldn't have done anything. That's true. That's nice. Out of ten? I'd actually rate that like a nine. I'd say an eight. Okay, why? About the rum. There is oh. rum in it. <laughs> I've put like... Rum. There's like five shots of rum in there. You're going to need some sugar as well. Yeah, you can add sugar. sugar. It says it says to put sugar syrup, but I don't have sugar syrup with me. Well, I could have this for breakfast. Kind of like a breakfast maybe. Without the rum, obviously. You think this tastes like a smoothie? Mm. I have a smoothie every morning and it tastes a bit like mm. this. I have a smoothie every morning. <laughs> oh, I actually have a question to ask you as well. Oh my god, do you? So, I saw two of my friends on the weekend. You know who they are. And for some reason, I can't remember how I got into this conversation, but we were talking about beards, and yeah. they think your Josh has a beard. Yeah. Yeah, right. My friend said... Does your Josh ever get a ginger beard? No. Oh. I never heard that fact before until she Had you not? No. <laughs> no, I and can't she... say I've ever noticed him have a ginger beard. She did. She said to me, close Josh has a beard. Ask him if it ever goes ginger. No. It's yeah. a fact for you. Clearly he doesn't do it enough. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise that, because that happens to my black knickers sometimes. Yeah. I never knew what that was. Yeah. And then... Yeah, all of my black knickers are mm. ruined. I don't understand that was. I thought that was just how it was being washed. No. Learn something new every day. Shinini. Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, your Josh doesn't have a beard, does he? He has, like, um, stubble. Oh, poor boy can't grow it. No, he can't. <laughs> I'm joking. He actually can. It's too much. He's hairier than me. I couldn't imagine him with a beard. Has he got a hairy chest? Yeah, really hairy. Is it? But he just shaves it. Oh, right. But it's not like my Josh where he's like a gorilla. Like, Josh is... There's just too much hair. No, no, that's what Josh would be like if he let it grow. How does he get rid of it? Because Josh shaves it, but his tress is just so prickly. Uh, he beats it. Oh, maybe I have to give it. So does he shave it first and then beat it? No, he beats it. And then if there's any left, he shaves them off. 
I have to tell Josh. I've started using my lady shaver on him. Like, oh, what, just your razor? Just my, like, because... I, I do that on his back. Yeah, because yeah. girls' razors, like, do, like, a closer shaver yeah. kind of So, I, like, he'll, like, trim it with his, like, electric shaver, and then I'll go through with my... <laughs> I like do it with my shaver. Does he make you do his back as well? Oh yeah, yeah. and I hate cleaning my back. Get rid of this chest hair. He loves his chest hair. I don't know what it is. Do you not like it? I don't. I don't mind it, yeah. but like I prefer it not. <laughs> See, I always used to n- not like chest hair, and then through lockdown stuff, Josh started growing it. Not like fully like bushy, but still. You can still see it, and I was like, I actually, kind of like it. I mean, mm. he doesn't like it, he always shaves it off. And Josh's is like dad, like, yeah, but he just hair. probably lets it grow, so yeah, like, yeah. Josh will be like, yeah. And then he complains that all the hairs in the bathroom are mine. I'm like, you are literally 90% hair all over your body, yeah, it's just like a gorilla. Yeah, do you have a hairy bum? He does have a hairy bum. <laughs> I think all boys have hairy bums, though, don't it they? It would be weird if they didn't have a hairy bum. For those of you who don't know already, Wild and Wembley is a female empowering art brand created by me, Brona Genovese, with the aim to help women finally become comfortable in their own skin, whilst also breaking down taboos surrounding the female body. I create vibrant abstract nude art, from originals to commissions to prints and accessories. Wild and Wembley is here to help celebrate you. If you'd like to check out my work or you fancy getting commission of your beautiful body, please visit wildandwomanly.com or follow us on Instagram at wildandwomanly. That's wild with a Y and womanly with an I. Thank you. Okay, so this week's episode is quite an interesting one. Mm. I thought we'd talk about maintaining female friendships in your 20s. Okay, so I did an Instagram poll. And it was how many of you struggle to manta- maintain or juggle friendships? And 73% said they did. Mm-hmm. And 85% of people said they wished their friendships were stronger. So I thought, because it's something I struggle with, particularly now with the business and everything. Um, so I thought we'd start with our friendships growing up from like teenagers and how they evolved into our 20s. And then any dilemmas we had have any advice we have okay so we obviously met when we were in year 11 year 10 year 11 yeah before that like what was your friendship group like was it hard making friends did you have a lot of drama in your friendship group how did you become friends with the people you were friends with um i don't think it was difficult for me to make friends i was friends with everyone (laughs) i was literally friends with everybody in our year pretty much like i'm like I went for everyone. I went for everyone. I went for the lot of them. I tried and tested, and then I got to you. (laughs) And I was the favourite. But yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say it was difficult. Yeah. But I would say it's difficult now to speak to them, like to stay in contact with them, people now. Yeah. Um, Because I think we had, when we became friends, our friendship group became quite big. Mm, in yeah. year 11 and sixth form and I think you weren't always really close friends with all those people but someone knew someone who knew someone do you know what I mean and there always seemed to be a lot of drama when the group was really big mm. but then like as soon as we left school it like cut dramatically I would say girls wise oh right girls I yeah, thought you girls meant, wise, I, was like, no, I still pretty much talked no, to a lot yeah. of people but yeah our girl group definitely cut dramatically but I don't even know how it just all of a sudden one day phased, just like phased phased out. out. It was it was yeah. I feel like because at the start in school it's all about 
proximity and like convenience and you like you see those people every day so you don't have to like maintain a friendship it kind of just yeah is there because you see them you don't have to make plans to see them because they're literally in life every day yeah but I feel like as you get older that changes a lot I mean you didn't go to uni so did you find it hard when for example us girls went to uni and then you didn't. Yeah. Do you know what? I've noticed a massive difference when you all came back. Oh, because really? when you were at uni, it wasn't yeah. so bad. Like, it was hard, obviously, because I didn't have you here. Like, if I needed... Yeah. To, but I made a lot of friends when I worked at Fort Park at the time. I made yeah. so many friends. Like, luck, quite. I was quite lucky in the sense that I had quite a sociable job at the time. And then, obviously, I then went into cabin crew, so I was away a lot of the time. Yeah. And, I made a lot of friends there and I saw them a lot and then so I sort of like dibbled in and out of yeah. like loads of different friendships so and then I still had Mads here like me and Mads yeah. used to go out all the time when you guys were at uni and then I could come and visit you guys as well so it wasn't too bad when I was um but it's so crazy how sociable I was then yeah. in comparison to how I am now considering none of you were here and I still yeah. managed to be so sociable but like now you're literally 10 minutes up the road and it's so hard for me to like try and plan some time yeah. to see you but um yeah because I had this makes me sound like I'm really big-headed because I had no. so many friends I had so many different pla- like but then when you all came back from uni that's when I really noticed the difference because you were all sort of going into nine to five jobs yeah. and then I I was like well they're all going out on the weekend and I don't have weekends off and that's what I found really hard so when you all came back that's one of the main reasons I left cabin crew because I was like all my friends are going out on the weekends and I'm struggling to find a time to go out for you. Like, you girls yeah. would all make plans. I'm like, sorry, I can't come. Like, like, And then obviously I then got in a relationship and he was doing, like, nine to, yeah. well, not nine to five, but he had weekends off. So it was just a mixture of, like, friendships and relationships, like, together at the time. Yeah, I think it's so hard to balance them all, especially when you have a partner as well because... Obviously, before, when we were single, you spend way more time with your friends because they are your first priority and you don't have someone else there. But then when you have someone else, you've got to take into contact them and spending time with them. And then when you move out, it's like, well, I've got to go to my family as well. I yeah. no longer live with my family. And then, like, yeah. then I've got to do my job every day. And it's, like, so hard to see everyone. Yeah. And, like, I think we're quite different in our friendships because you have you can be friends with lots of people and like maintain those friendships with lots of different people maybe not all on a deeper level but you can still have lots of friends where me I don't have loads of friends but the friends I do have that's it like I would yeah. go to the ends of the earth for them and I think that's what's a quite different female friendship some people you'll have lots of friends and then some deep connections and some people will just have a few friends mm. and that deeper connection so that's why I always feel guilty about not seeing my friends because I'm like I actually love every single one of these people but I haven't made the effort or I can't find the time to see them all yeah. exact same yeah. like I went to a barbecue at the weekend yeah. with a friend who she's had two kids her one of her kids is like a year, like coming up to two years old I've yeah. never met her like because obviously we had lockdown or whatever yeah. and I'd never met her and this was the first time I was actually meeting her and it was so exciting but this is what, but it doesn't mean to say I don't care for her any less. Yeah. It's just life gets in the way, and obviously we had lockdown for so long, and then she's now moved quite like not far away, but she's moved like out 
like yeah. 45 minutes away so it's trying to find and obviously she's got her own life going on with the kids and yeah. then we've got like our own lives going on so yeah and um, but it's the same so i know exactly what you mean like you feel like what why have i not made this effort with yeah. people and when you see them it's so easy but then when you don't see them it's you don't even like time just goes past yeah. so quickly i have this thing as well that i started doing because since I started Wild and Womanly, I really struggled to like manage my time. And I'm like, there's no point having this business if I don't have people like to also have fun with at the same time. Mm. So in my head, head, I have like this mental list of like all my close friends and like, okay, which ones have I not spoken to for a while? And which ones do I need to text and check in on? Especially like my uni girls, because we're, well, we're now more closer to London, but before we were very like spread apart. Mm. And I'm like, I used to live with these girls every single day for three years. So we never had to make the effort because okay. I see them every single day. And then we came out of uni and I'm like, these people I've lived with, I can only see them like twice a year because that's the only time we can all meet up. And I'm like, it's almost like you grieve the friendship that you used to have and you have yeah. to like adapt to this new friendship. Yeah. But I always worry, I'm like, oh, are they annoyed that we don't see each other, blah, blah, blah. But then it's the same for them. But if they were, yeah, they would, they would also make like as much of an yeah, effort as they true. could as well. So... I think I think it's a massive like a massive change in how our friendship has gone because we yeah. used to spend every day together yeah. like without question like I used to live at your house yeah. you used to come to my house all the time like literally every single day together. I used to love those days. Yeah, same. I was thinking <laughs> I about it the other day. Like now. <laughs> I was thinking about the other day like we literally just used to sit together doing absolutely nothing like sitting yeah. on our phones and it, we would be together was, like yeah. was that when we were in a relationship <laughs> with each other like, that's what I do with Josh now. <laughs> But obviously, ever since then, like, we've both got into relationships or whatever and yeah. don't necessarily have the time for that sort of stuff anymore, but, yeah. And you also, I feel like you also have to have time by yourself. Like, sometimes I just need alone time where I'm not with anyone. That never happens. <laughs> yeah, no. I never get that. Yes, yeah, you work from home, though. Yeah, but... Like, he's not a person, but I still have the dog. Oh, yeah, that's true. I have the dog. You still have someone like, there's never after. a time when I'm in the house on my own. And have you ever had a toxic friendship? You obviously don't have to be very specific. Oh my god, yes, I can think of a great example. Is it the same example? Is it the same? Same one you're probably thinking about. And how so this was something that came up in people's questions about dilemmas, and it was like, how do you deal with a toxic friend, particularly if they're friends with your other friends? And cut them out of your life quite easily, but obviously, if they're friends with your other friends, get them to pick a side. <laughs> you can't do that. No, I'm joking. That's that's brutal. <laughs> that's brutal. And when they don't pick your side, that's brutal. <laughs> I was lucky. Everyone picked my side. I'm joking. That's absolutely awful. No, but um, it's easy to cut them out of your life if they're still um, friends with your friends. Because you just don't necessarily have to go to events that they're at. Or if you do have to go to that event, then nine times out of ten, you're either going to be in a public place, like in a bar or something, where there's loads of people there anyway. Or you're going to be at like a party. Or Obviously, if it's an intimate gathering of just a close few people, then either take yourself out of that situation. But obviously, if you're going to a public place, you can sort of separate yourself from them. So... Yeah, true. You can just make an effort with the people you 
want to and just I think it's important though regardless of how toxic someone is I do think it's important to still say stay civil to an extent yeah I feel like there's no need to say we're not going to be friends I feel like both people get the hint if yeah. the friendship isn't working unless you like talk to each other it just fizzles yeah. out doesn't it have you ever had like a friendship fizzle out that you wish hadn't fizzled out yeah massively like you know like I literally was talking to her at the weekend yeah. actually which is really crazy but Lauren mm. me and Lauren were such good friends yeah. like I still love her now like literally such good friends and same as me and you like we used to spend yeah. every day together really really good friends but then she moved like again probably like 45 minutes away and um when I went to that barbecue at the weekend I drove past their house so I sent her a message like I'm driving Aww. past your house like um or where she used to live yeah. and I was like I'm driving past like reminds me of you and I was like oh, we always every like year we'll like message each other once a year and we're like let's plan something and it never, never works happens. never happens but like just so much has changed in both of our lives that it would be like, but then I feel like if we did meet up, it would be like no time has gone. Do you know what I mean? Like, so then friends nothing where would it's have, like, like nothing would have changed. Yeah. Still, like, fit obviously, back into like, who you are. yeah, obviously, like, our personalities have probably both changed. Like, when we used to go out all the time, it was like going out and yeah. like going out clubbing and things like that. But obviously, priorities have now changed and we don't really do that that much anymore. So, yeah, but it would just be nice to see, I see what's happened over the past few years. You know <laughs> what about you? I find that as well. Like, I find it hard to let go of friendships. Because mm. I'm that type of person who only has really close friendships. When they do drift, yeah. I'm like, not mourning it, but I'm kind of like, oh, I wish it was what it was. Mm. Like, obviously, I had that other best friend who I went out for the time. I don't know if we can say names on here or not. Should we say names? It depends on if you think the person will get offended by what you're saying. <laughs> who I was friends with since primary school, and we... I would say we're closer than me and you were at the beginning. Yeah. And then we went to the same city for uni. Yeah. And we were friends the whole way through that. Then we came home and we like just don't really speak to each other. Yeah. And it's Which weird. is crazy as well because you're, even though you're in the same city, you're still quite like far away from each other. Yeah, like, you, you literally live down the road effort. from That's each I mean. other. Like, yeah. Like, she lives like 10 minutes from me and like nothing happened. We just. Well, I think during them years, I mean, I never went to uni, so I don't know, but I think during them years, you have more time. Like, uni, your day was probably not nine to five, was it, at uni? Like, like one hour a day. Exactly. So you have the rest of the 23 hours in a day to, like, go and see people and stuff, whereas now, like, by the time you've been to work all day, you don't want to go out in the evening, really. Like, you can't be bothered, so... That's so true. Whereas at uni, you would go out in the evening as well. So you'd have like three or four nights a week where you're out till 3am. Exactly, where yeah. You just don't have that now. So I do have some questions from our audience as well. Well, dilemmas. So I find it really hard to make friends as a female adult. How should I go about making friendships? Bumble BFF. What? I do not know about this. No. You know Bumble, the dating app? Yeah. There's a Bumble BFF. So you can go on there and make friends with people rather than dating them. That's so. And I've seen so work? many people, and I mean I've never done it, but I've seen so many people on TikTok, and they'll like go for like bottomless brunch with their like Bumble BFF. So how fun is that? That is so fun. Yeah. Is there like an age range on there though, or is it literally? I think it's just like a dating app. You put in the age that you're looking you're for. Maybe. What kind of friend you're looking for? That's maybe. actually really cool. I don't know. I've never maybe tried it. Maybe it this doing other things because when you're younger the things you have in common with your friends are different to when you're older like when we met I would say 
our friendship group from school are all very different as people. Mm. We do have some common interests, but we're all very different. Whereas I think as you get older, what I've noticed is you go to people who have similar interests to you. So maybe, I don't know, join a have a hobby or something that you yeah, like doing that's a good idea. and meeting girls there because I actually do it's fine it's really hard like, well, what do you do if you don't have a hobby I don't have a hobby go to a class or a an exercise class or a like that's true I would say gym is a good place to meet people yeah. um, especially if you're looking for female friends I feel if that's what you like doing you're going to find other people like doing that and then at least then you've got something else there that you can connect with because mm. Chloe and I were thinking of doing pole dancing but yeah we should well, film that for a, yeah. <laughs> for a podcast not the first one <laughs> it'll be funny I think you get loads of bruises and stuff probably surely there's like some friction burn going on I would not have the strength I don't know I think you would no yeah, you used to go I'm to very, the gym, so. yeah but I'm very weighty <laughs> there's a lot of weight for me to lift up here yeah, but you'll also be stronger to pull yourself up. No, because now my upper body strength, like, because I've got so much to live. <laughs> Get a hobby or go to a new class or something where you can meet new people. Or download Bumble BFF. Or download Bumble BFF. Yeah. Oh, this is an interesting one. I've been ghosted by my former best friend after an incident, which I admit is my fault. And ever since everything seems a bit hollow, I can't feel enthusiastic about my hobbies or interests anymore. Have you had a similar experience? How did you get over it? Any tips about feeling better, not bitter? So basically, she has a best friend. Has she apologised to this best friend? If she knows that she's fucked up, has she apologised? She's amazing, it's her fault. So you you would hope she's apologised. But the way her best friend's kind of ghost her, it makes out that maybe she hasn't. Don't know, it depends how bad what the other person done is, isn't it? Yeah, that's true. Um, but it looks like she's kind story, of but... accepted it. But she's asking, like, how does she now get over this friendship? If you need to get over someone, get under someone else to get a new friend. <laughs> no, that's bad new friend. It's that's... like grieving a friendship, isn't it? It's yeah. literally like grieving. It's like a breakup, really. Yeah, exactly. Probably worse than a breakup yeah. because I feel like your friends know so much. Yeah. So much about you, like. And it's like you always expect your friends to be there. They always mm. say relationships won't always be there, but they always say your friends will be there. It's hard because I feel like unless you reach out to the person, there's not really much more. Yeah. If you, I think if you've tried your best to reach out to them yeah. and there's there's absolutely no way of going back from it. Yeah. Then I think yeah, like fair enough, like give it up, give it like, just try and move on from it. But I think you need to try your best first to yeah. build that friendship up. If you know that you've made a mistake, I think you need to apologise as many times as you can. But realistically, if they're not reciprocating it back, then you, you need to, to realise that it's, that's just not working out for you. And everything happens for a reason. Yeah. And keep yourself busy like you would if you are in a breakup. Like, go do other yeah. things. Hopefully you've got some other th- friends you could go to. Like, I don't know if it just takes time, doesn't it? Yeah. Time is the best here. And at the end of the day, that person will probably realise eventually that what they lost. Yeah, I think if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. Yeah, how to tell when you're the only one putting in the effort, texting, checking in, etc. So she's saying, how do you tell that a friendship's basically one-sided, I think? 
see how many times you've said it and how many times they've said it and if it doesn't yeah. like match up then clearly it's just one-sided yeah so my friend who I was with at the weekend she was saying that she was best friends with a girl at school and they were best friends actually since they were four until they left school and went to uni and she felt like the friend wasn't making that much effort so she texted the friend about meeting up the friend never replied and they've never spoken since like it literally, that's how she found out it was one-sided. Wow. Just, she just never texts her back. I do, I do think though, like if somebody's, like I think in adult life, a lot of people get busy. So mm-hmm. I think maybe texting is not a good point I of call. I hate texting. I absolutely yeah. hate texting. Yeah, I think it's not a good point of call. Like I wouldn't necessarily just text my friends on a random Saturday and be like, yeah. How's your day going? I probably would have done back in the day, but nowadays I, I wouldn't. That wouldn't even be the yeah. first thing on my mind, unless obviously I knew somebody already had something going on. Then fair enough. But I think it's really hard to try and pick up them pieces there. And then I think some some friends need to have a bit of lenience in in that aspect because they need to understand that we're all adults now and we don't all have time to mm. to come back to people. But if you are texting that friend, yeah, and they are reciprocating and saying that they do want to meet up with you yeah. but you just haven't got around to arranging something yet then i wouldn't necessarily say that's one-sided i would just say that's life getting in the yeah. way because yeah. i think as people as much as we don't like to admit it we are quite self-absorbed in ourselves. and when we think oh they're not texting us back oh they're not meeting up with us we sometimes forget that they have their own life, life. that yeah. doesn't always involve us all of the time so yeah, I would cut them some slack, but obviously, if they're really not replying to you or texting you back or anything, then maybe it's time to let go. All right, that's our audience dilemmas. Um, for the game today, it's actually slightly different. So okay. We do like a I'm friendship changing game. Changing it up a bit. So the first question is: If you could relive an iconic day in our friendship, what would it be? <laughs> We've had too many. <laughs> Um, Shall I go, go first? Yeah, you go first. Because I was thinking about this earlier. Is the night me and you went out, we were 17, so we were underage, but we wanted to get into the nightclub. Famous <laughs> liquid Windsor, now called Attic. <laughs> and I can't remember whose ID you had, I think you had someone else's ID. And I had my friend Charlotte's ID. I look absolutely nothing like Charlotte for the life oh, of me. I look nothing like my yeah, ID either. <laughs> but we got on with it before, so we thought, it's a Thursday night, it's going to be not very busy, we're going to get in. We're literally at the front of the queue, <laughs> takes Chloe's ID, fine, takes my ID. Bear in mind, I have rehearsed the whole front of the ID, I'm ready for address, full name, date of birth, National Star Sign. <laughs> the lot. The lot. And then he goes to me, okay, can you write your signature? <laughs> Shit, I haven't, <laughs> I haven't rehearsed the signature. I've got no idea what her signature is. And he gives me a piece of paper. Was it a piece of paper? I think so. Yeah. And I wrote it down. I was like, it's going to be something like this. Like a squiggly, squiggly line. Yeah. yeah. Hand it back. I remember them all looking at it laughing. They were literally laughing. Yeah, I remember. They were like, do you want to try again? For God's sake, okay. <laughs> Wrote again, a bit of a different squiggle, get it back. He's like, no, sorry, we can't. You let you in, they don't match. Got the ID back. Tamper. The letters are not attached. <laughs> it's all in block capitals. I was like, how do you not remember that? It's literally just her, like her print name, <laughs> not even her signature. <laughs> so then we didn't get in there and then we ended up going 
to this like Indian function party in another club. Yeah. For like an hour. <laughs> like, who were these two random underage yeah. girls? And then we ended up going to a bar down the little alleyway, and then we were sitting with these two men, and we were telling them our life story that weren't true. I think you said, I think I said I worked for the government. <laughs> I can't remember what you said. I've got a that. video of us, and you're going. I'm Charlotte. <laughs> oh yeah, I kept up the name Charlotte. You just kept going, I'm Charlotte. <laughs> My name's Charlotte. <laughs> In this video. And I just remember us having like, the best night. I think I was Emily, night. but I don't know who I was. I don't know whose idea I had. Yeah. But I, I just, I that. loved that night. I had such a funny time. I was going to say that night as well, because yeah. that night, that night cracks me up. And then, and then we had some guy, he was just putting all of our drinks on his tab. And then we kept going out to the bar and adding our <laughs> drinks onto their tab. And I think we got involved in someone's like Christmas party as no, well. No, yeah, he said he was like something director of Coca Cola. It was something yeah. like that, wasn't like it? Like the CEO of yeah. Coca Cola or something. <laughs> in in the arches. On Thursday night, I was like, mate, if you see, if we thought about it, the CEO of Coca Cola is not going to be in Windsor yeah. on a Thursday night. I would say my funniest times with you are the times where we've been like not let into somewhere because then we've gotten somewhere else and just had an even better time than we would have done in the first place anyway i would say this is it's not necessarily a drunken memory or anything yeah. like that but it's really funny because i'm quite allowed to go back to valencia because oh, was, yeah. i was thinking about it the other day about when i had sunburnt feet and we had to go to hospital literally the whole week we had this boat party planned we had, I think, a beach club planned. We, we had, had loads planned. Loads planned. We did absolutely nothing because <laughs> my girl Chloe burned her feet on the first day. I've actually never heard of someone burning their feet so badly that they swell up and blister. I can't walk. And since then, I always put sun cream on my feet. Yeah, same. I'm so scared of it now. I don't know how they got so burned. Like, I literally, she literally couldn't walk, guys. I literally couldn't walk. And then I was thinking about... Because I was, I was literally thinking about this the other day, about when we went to the hospital and you was on Google Translate and she was trying what? to ask you if you... <laughs> if, um, if I was allergic to anything and you had no idea what she was saying and you had to, like, use Google Translate to talk to her. <laughs> shoes on like no <laughs> i don't even know what she i think i i think i was like barefoot half the time i think i was like yeah. limping wasn't i yeah because i had a bandage on my foot yeah and i think i just limped everywhere yeah it'd be nice to go to valencia and actually do something because <laughs> <laughs> you couldn't even sunbathe because you couldn't be in the sun because your feet were burned yeah so. i mean i still wouldn't be able to do that now you'd have to buy me an umbrella every day but that was the thing we didn't want to buy an umbrella every not. day did we oh, your mum gave us pocket money for umbrellas and sunbeds i remember I spend that <laughs> and i think we did it i think i but i think for the first couple of days we didn't do it and then i got burnt and then after that you were like that's it i'm, I'm using the pocket money <laughs> I'm getting the umbrella. <laughs> I can't get a strawberry daiquiri today. Because <laughs> I can't afford to eat today because I need an umbrella. I want a sangria, but you've got an umbrella. That was a funny um, memory. Yeah. Right, that's a good question. Okay, how do you think our friendship has changed over the years? Um, Been good or bad or neutral? Oh, it's hard because I don't necessarily think it's changed. I just think, I think our friendship's exactly the same. Like, As people, yeah. In terms of like how we get along and yeah. I think it's exactly the same. same. But I would just say in terms of like 
we don't see each other as much. Yeah. Is one of them. Because obviously, like I said before, we yeah. used to see each other every day. Yeah. And now, we, well, now we get to see each other once, once a week. week. <laughs> <laughs> Which is good, so. Um, okay. Did you choose me as your friend or did I choose you as you my friend? You obviously chose me. <laughs> no. no so I would say that. I say you chose me because you were more cool in school. So, like, if you don't want to be my no. friend, you wouldn't be my friend. Whereas I was more of a geek, so I didn't really have a choice. Does that make sense? Yeah. I don't really know how... I just can't really think about how we became friends. No. I know, obviously, the situation that it was in. Yeah. But... I don't remember who was the keen... I can't remember. No, I can't remember. Like, was one of us really keen? And, like, did we text each other? I can't remember. You were like, I want to be friends with this chubby girl, Chloe. She's great. She sounds like a great laugh. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what you thought okay so your last question would you rather save me or Josh from a zombie apocalypse oh. you have to give a reason as well I'd save I'd save you okay why you'd be more fun <laughs> <laughs> yeah Josh would be boring to be fair wait are we the only two humans alive left everyone else is a zombie yeah. everyone in the world is a zombie yeah. just me and you and I have I can basically choose. you can pull me through the door no because Josh would just annoy me no Josh would annoy me so much what about the zombie apocalypse yeah could you imagine being with your boyfriend no Josh Josh would be really serious about it as well yeah he'd be like making us get over, get over there <laughs> pretending like it's Call of Duty whereas me and you would be like oh look they're eating that person over there <laughs> me and you would just make it funny yeah. I like that sorry I'd Josh. definitely say you what about you what would you do me or Josh I'd say Josh what if I say Josh I'm going to stay alive way longer than if I'm but why you. do you want to stay alive in a zombie apocalypse everyone else is dead what's the point You'd rather have fun on your last few days rather than stressful yeah, few days. Yeah, but I think it should be like Adam and Eve. <laughs> it would be. It'd be Adam and Eve. Well, you'd restart the world. <laughs> we can't re- 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 recreate, so... Well, you never know. <laughs> this day and age, you might be able to. See, Josh can keep me alive longer. Yeah, I agree. But you'd be quite I don't think I don't think my Josh would keep me alive longer. I think he thinks he would. But Yeah, but I think you'd have a breakdown as well. Oh, I would have shot myself in the head before this <laughs> no. situation even came about. I don't even know why I'm having this conversation. I always say this, if the world was ending, I'm jumping straight off the first bridge. Like, Which actually, you won't fight the survival. Absolutely not. Do you think I'm going to be crushed by some sort of building or like shot in the head? No, no. a zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I don't want to be eaten alive. So you're just going to kill yourself? I'd rather just Where's go... survival instincts? I would rather just well, be... I'm definitely not saving you. <laughs> Alright, so that's the end of episode three. Ah. We've made it this far. Congrats if you've made it this far too. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't as much boob talk in this one, so... No, it's a bit more. A bit more. PG. I'll, I'll send this one to my mum. Yeah, she listens to <laughs> She's this listening. only one out of a hundred episodes you're allowed to listen to. <laughs> send it to my dad. Dad, you can have a this one. This one's for you, Bebe. <laughs> and Dave. Um, all right guys we will not see you next time speak to you speak to you next time bye guys if you're listening to this on apple Podcasts or spotify please subscribe and leave us a five-star review if you're watching on youtube please like comment and subscribe 
We also love to hear from you guys, so please send any questions, dilemmas or topics that you'd like to chat to us about to wildandwomanlypod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram at wildandwomanly where you can also check out my Bosley Positive artwork. That's wild with a Y and womanly with an I. Thank you.